The Boston Bruins flipped the script on the narrative from the last week or so after giving up the game-winning or game-tying goal late in regulation. Three of their past four games, they scored the game-winning goal in the last minute of regulation last night against the Chicago Blackhawks. Jack Ashan chipping in his first career NHL goal as well. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, March 11th. Big day around here. First day of March break. It's my wife's birthday. Some big stuff planned for today and uh, going to enjoy that later on after recording the podcast. But you might hear some background noise uh, just as a warning. Uh Quick thank you for making Locked On Boston Ruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please smash that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. You can follow along at Locked NHL Bruins on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Uh, the Boston Bruins. Winners last night against the Chicago Blackhawks as David Pasternak scored his second goal of the game with just 17 seconds remaining to lift the Bruins to victory. And of course, you know, 17 seconds has a bit of a loaded meaning when it comes to playing the Chicago Blackhawks, not quite on the same level as the first instance back in the 2013 uh Stanley Cup final, but still uh, sweet nonetheless. Incidentally, only four players remain uh, on those teams from that series. The stalwarts, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves for the Blackhawks, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marsh, and for the uh, Boston Bruins. Uh, now... Yeah, David Pasternak again, flipping the script after the Bruins had given up the the goal, the a game tying or game winning goal over the last uh, few games. The Bruins finally able to pick up that extra point in regulation and get the uh, the two points here, not allowing. Those previous uh, occasions to repeat itself. They did have a lead heading into the third period that they did give up. Brandon Hagel scoring his second of the night to tie, or yeah, to tie the game at three. Uh, but then Pasternak, 17 seconds remaining for the win. Uh, now it was Jack Ashan who also took some of the spotlight in this one. 
scoring his first career goal on a brilliant play in the offensive zone to uh, force a turnover in the slot, flip a wrister past uh, Kevin Lankinen for his first goal, and it was his first point. Um, that put the Bruins – oh, sorry, that tied the game for Boston at two. And, um, yeah, it really kind of cemented Jack Ashawn as a viable option for the Boston Bruins on the blue line. You know, he hasn't – he's a player who has the puck a lot. If you have the puck a lot, you're going to sometimes make mistakes with the puck. You're going to make some turnovers. Uh, but uh, Ashawn has played very well in limited time with the Boston Bruins, and I think he should be a guy that is an option in the lineup uh, moving forward. He said he's going to give his first goal puck to his mom, Michelle, he said of the celebration, didn't really know what to do with his hands or his body, just kind of got off the ice, sat on the bench, and things started to come back. He worked so hard to get here, dreamed about scoring a goal in the NHL. His mind was racing, had to dial it back in because there was still a lot of game left. Uh, just such a great feeling. Um, you know, he wasn't even supposed to be in the lineup last night. Uh, Matt Grizzlick was meant to... Uh, return from injury, but he remained out uh, due to illness. So Ashawn went back in, paired alongside uh, Brandon Carlo on the second pairing. Um, head coach Bruce Cassidy likens Ashawn's game to Grizzlick, uh, saying that Ashawn, who stands at five foot nine. It's easy to compare him to Tory Krug, same height. Um, he said, uh, Cassidy said, Ashan seemed a bit hesitant at first to unleash his offensive instincts, but he's got to play to his strength. When he has the puck on a stick, has to be moving, making plays that result in opportunities at the net. Um, as he becomes more assertive in that way, you know, you kind of limit those mistakes and uh, bread and butter is going to be passing the puck up the ice, giving the forward some transition opportunities in those areas. You got to make sure you're very clean and very confident on those. Uh, if he's not, then um, yeah, he's going to turn the puck over or kind of get bodied off off the puck on the defensive side of things. Cassidy said it's, it's angles. Um, didn't do great. Uh, yeah, he keeps just keeping guys low and outside on the backhand guys happen to wrap it around. That was the second goal for the, um, for the Chicago Blackhawks. Those are the things you got to kind of clean up being a bit more strong that way, but otherwise, things have been uh, pretty good for Jack Ashawn. Uh, so yeah, the Bruins, I've been saying they kind of have a lot of options on the left side, especially if Ashawn is going to play uh, the way he did. Uh, you have, obviously, Grizzlick, when healthy, 
Riley, Forbort, Ashawn, Vakaninen perhaps coming back from injury. Um, I will give Connor Clifton some credit as well. He uh, did some great work to get a shot on net in the first period. Big rebound was gobbled up by Charlie Coyle and deposited to the back of the net. He played 16 minutes, uh, had the assist, added a shot, a hit, and a block. Give him the big bear. Uh, if he can remain consistent, then I do think, um, yeah, obviously the Bruins are better off for it, but they still do need some depth specifically on the right side to avoid having guys playing on their offsides with uh, with great regularity. I should mention uh, Jake DeBrusque. He has kind of quieted after going on that recent heater. Uh, only one shot on goal last night. Uh, he hasn't scored now in a few games. Well, he scored against Columbus, but he's got one goal over his last five. Uh, and um, only, yeah, three shots over his last uh, two games. So he's kind of quieted down a bit. We'll see if that, how that impacts uh, his trade value uh, moving forward. Before we get to what's ahead this weekend for the Boston Bruins, a quick word about Built Bar. Uh, Question for you. Have you tried the Puffs? And if not, why not? You are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are a protein-infused marshmallow, fluffy, not just a protein bar. It's really a treat. They're covered in 100% chocolate. And they're fan favorites with some great flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. The beauty of it is they're low calorie, high protein. You can replace uh, candy bars with these. They're a better option. And you'll be blown away by the macros here. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, So yeah, Jack and Sean emerging as an option for the Boston Bruins on the blue line. Uh, Again, don't want to just compare him to Krug or Grizzlick, but he has those kind of vibes for sure. Uh, A puck moving defenseman with some offensive upside uh, who can really help with the transition game. Not the most physical presence, not going to body guys off the puck, but smart with the puck and uh, can really help that North South game that Bruce Cassidy is all about. Next up for the Boston Bruins is a date with the Arizona Coyotes. And uh, lest you think that will be an easy one for the Bruins, somehow the Coyotes are 
one of the hottest teams in the NHL at the moment. They've won four in a row, including wins over Colorado and Toronto. And in those four games, they have scored 24 goals. Uh, 2-1 win over the Avalanche. Then they scored eight in an 8-5 win over Ottawa. Nine in a 9-2 victory over Detroit. And then they won 5-4 last night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Bruins, of course, have been tied in trade rumors and reports with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Jacob Chikrin scored two goals against Toronto last night, including the overtime winner. The first one was a, a bit of a, a fan that happened to find its way past uh, Peter Mrazek, who did not look good. The, the Leafs definitely have some goaltender issues at the moment with Jack Campbell out for a couple weeks and Peter Mrazek just not up to par at all. Uh, the Bruins right now four points back of Toronto for third in the Atlantic division. And they certainly have an opportunity to pick up some points with uh, the Maple Leafs getting just abysmal goaltending. Uh, it would be great for the Bruins to pick up the two points over the Coyotes before heading out on a four game road trip that will take them past the trade deadline next week. Back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday in Chicago and in Minnesota. Uh, Then they play Friday in Winnipeg, have the weekend off. The NHL trade deadline will be March 21st, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And then four hours later, they are in Montreal to play the Canadians. So, um, yeah, road trip beginning Tuesday. That will carry over past the deadline could be some changes made to the roster prior to that. Do you want to go on a road trip with Jake DeBrusque still in the lineup? Do you want to trade him before that? Do they hold on to him until right up to the deadline to try to get the best offer? Do they keep him past the deadline and into the playoffs? Um, you know, he had that big bump, couple of weeks ago, jumping out of the top line, quieted down since. And um, I think it just would be best for everybody if he were to be traded prior to the deadline. There were a ton of scouts at the Chicago-Boston game last night. A lot of guys being watched to assess uh, where they might fit in. Uh, could the Bruins package... DeBrusque, Stadnika, Bakaninen, Forchikrin, maybe Phil Kessel as well. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what Don Sweeney does between now and the March 21st trade deadline. Keep it locked to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest um, on the Boston Bruins. One thing we do pretty much know for sure is that Jeremy Swayman is off limits in any trade talk. An NHL source told that to Jimmy Murphy, take that for what you will, but uh, I don't really see the Bruins adding him in any deal at this point. He is 
yeah, the number one goalie at the moment and uh, definitely heading into the future as well. Now it's that time of year again. College basketball tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Uh, it's not just basketball. BetOnline has you covered for hockey, baseball, all sports wagering information, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Do check out the Locked On NHL Fantasy Podcast, hosted by Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone. They'll help you become the expert of your fantasy league, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's wrap up with some news and notes from around the NHL. Very cool story from the Premier Hockey Federation. Uh, Boston Pride added one of hockey's most legendary names to their ownership group in the form of Willie O'Ree. He was, of course, the first black person to play in the NHL, inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame as a builder in 2018, and he's now extending his influence into the world of women's hockey, Ori said, it's a thrill for me to extend my involvement in the sport and community that are such special parts of my life. The growth of women's game is so important, and I admire these world-class athletes for being role models who are making a difference for younger generations. Always received tremendous love and support in Boston. Proud to be a member of the Pride and look forward to cheering these women on as they compete for another championship. Uh, Boston Pride owner and chair Miles Arnone uh, said it's a really exciting day for the Pride. Honored to welcome Willie, an iconic hockey pioneer, to the ownership group. He's a true hockey trailblazer, given so much of his life to the sport. His mission is reflected in our values as an organization and as a league that strives to grow the game for everyone. His number was recently retired by the Bruins, and hopefully he's able to come back to Boston soon uh, to be honored by the crowd and uh, to check out the team that he is now part owner of. Uh, The big news last night in the NHL, Jack Eichel making his return to Buffalo. Uh, The Sabres winning 3-1 over the Golden Knights. Two players acquired in that deal, Peyton Krebs and Alex Tuck, scoring while um, Eichel was held scoreless. Eichel wildly booed during the game, and he took a shot at the crowd afterwards, saying, that's about the loudest I've heard this place ever. Only took seven years and me leaving for them to get into the game. So a bit of shade thrown on the Buffalo crowd in that one. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Uh, A nice, short, and sweet one for you today. Again, March break kicking off here in Canada. And heading out to um, Outlet Mall dinner, jazz show to celebrate Lauren's birthday. Probably going to hit up Lids, try to find a new Bruins hat or Blue Jays hat because baseball is back. Monday on the podcast, going to be joined by Lauren Campbell of the Locked On Red Sox podcast to discuss baseball's return as well as the Boston Bruins. Uh, 
she writes about them for Nesson as well. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Hope you all have a great weekend. I'm pumped to check out the new season of Drive to Survive on Netflix. And um, been watching Our Flag Means Death on HBO Max as well. Very entertaining uh, pirate show starring Reese Darby and Taika Watiti. So check that out if you're looking for something else to watch. Be, of course, watching Arizona-Boston tomorrow night. Follow along at ENC McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter. And if anything does break, you can be sure I'll post a bonus podcast with all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later, friends.